planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, Josh, Hello? how are you, mate? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you, my friend? Yeah, excellent, dude. What's happening? Oh, uh, not too much. I'm just hanging out. I made a little fire out here at my house in New York, and then it started raining on me, but my phone keeps cutting out, so I'm just going to stand here and not move. Um, <laughs> I'm just hanging out, enjoying my last day at home. I know, right? Like, I get a nice fire going. It's a beautiful all day. Beautiful day. Beautiful night. The second the fire gets roaring, it starts raining on me. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. Um... But yeah, I'm just hanging out, enjoying my last night at home here. I head out in the morning, and uh, yeah, just uh, going to hang out with the wife and going to do some interviews with you guys, and, and very happy to do so. Awesome, man. I hope your uh, little Halloween display is staying dry at the front. What? Did you see that? My little, that's not a Halloween display. I have like a fall display. When I get home from this run, October 17th, that's when I do the full-on Halloween display, uh-huh. it's like 6,500 lights whole graveyard. I have a collection of Jason Voorhees masks. I got about 13 of them now, all movie quality, like really top of the line stuff. I put them all out. What I do is I get like, what do they call them? Reefs? I get the fall reefs, but I put the hockey masks in the middle of them and it instantly like spookifies it. And I love Halloween, dude. It's actually like hard for me to not be here for October. I love October in New York. It's definitely my favorite season, September and October, but duty calls. What are you going to do, you know? Yeah, you got to go out there and rock the world, right? Yeah, we're going to get to go. And it's not long trips either. It's actually quite perfect, honestly, because it's not like I'm leaving for six weeks. It's like mm. a week in New York City, two weeks overseas in the U.K., and I love the U.K., and then it's back home for a week or so. Then it's like a short trip in November hitting, like, you know, some kind of off-the-beaten-path places, which is always fun. I really enjoy doing that uh, in the States. And then it's home for the holidays. And then come the New Year, then it's time to really get rocking and rolling. So I'm pretty lucky, actually. Super lucky, because sometimes, you know, it's, hey, we're leaving for eight weeks, and that's all there is to it. All right, bye. I'll see you in a few months, everybody. But it's kind of nice the way they have it set up this time. And shit, I'm the luckiest son of a bitch on planet Earth anyway. I get to play rock and roll for a little And this new Coheed and Cambria album, Baxter's Act 1, The Unheavily Creatures, uh, that comes out this week, October 5th, and such a damn good album, man. Uh, like, it's got everything as a fan we'd want, man. It's got the proggy stuff. It's got the riffs, the hooks. I, I really feel like you awesome. guys have done yourself, man. You guys have just really kicked it out of the park. Well, shit, dude. I can't tell you. That That feels, you know, putting out a record is a unique thing. You know, we have a lot of records out, but it's still only something we've done, what, nine times? I wouldn't call anybody an expert at doing anything nine times. I mean, yes, that's a lot of <laughs> records, but it's always this real unique. I just makes me so fucking thrilled to hear you say that because because I give a shit, dude. I care what the mm. fans of this band, the people that have given us their time and energy and passion, I care what they think. And uh, I want them to be touched by this. I want it to move them like it moves me. And I'm just, I think this is the best record we've made in the current modern. You know, it's hard to, like, throw it up against Good Apollo or In Keeping Secrets. They've become such important records for the band and for my life personally. But I put this up there with anything that we've ever done. If I'm being honest, I don't want to, like rock the boat too much because I think some fans will really get on me about that but 
I'm ex- exceedingly proud. I know I can speak for the rest of the guys too with this record, and I just I hope the fans like it, and I hope it has all that stuff. It better. It's a goddamn long record. It should have a little bit of everything. It does, man. And Coheed is like our family band. It's like uh, Coheed's like my wife's band, like favorite band. She's got the keyword tattooed on her back, and like we. Oh, uh, yeah. very important in my household. So every yeah, time right a new album comes out, it's it's quite special for us. And uh, we were driving out uh, on a long drive the other day, and I put it on, and she was just losing her shit about it. Loved it, man. So oh, dude, that uh, just makes my night to hear, and that that's fucking <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty special for us. And, and of course, I mean, how how the new songs been going live on the recent tour? Because you just come back, dude. Like. It's unbelievable because, okay, we're going out on, like, this summer tour, right? We're taking back Sunday, good friends of ours, but we've never toured with them. And we're in amphitheaters in the States. That's, like, a big step for us, right? Um, mm. You know, we play big clubs. We'll sell out Radio City Music Hall. We'll sell out Madison Square Garden Theater. It's, like, you know, 5,000 people or something. But these, some of these amphitheaters hold fucking 18,000 people. It's, like, a big deal, right? So we're going out. We show the manager the set list, and he's like, so... You're going to open up this tour, the biggest tour you've ever done, with a 10-minute song no one's ever heard called Dark Sentencer. And we were like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, all right. You know, because Blaze is, Blaze is in the band. Blaze has been there forever, basically. You know, I mean, he came on so early. He's a, he's the other band member. but And I get it. He's right. You know, that doesn't make sense. But, dude, there were nights that 10,000 people are screaming with us, hey, hey, for the beginning of Dark Sentencer. And it just fills you with, like, this. I don't know what it is, man. It's more potent than drugs, and I should know. And it's just something <laughs> out of this world. But, man, it, it went over like it was unbelievable. I mean, personally, dude, when it, when my my favorite stuff about Coheed and Cambria is the prog-ish stuff mixed with those sugary, sweet melodies. And I mm. feel like Dark Sentencer and Unheavenly Creatures are two songs that kind of meld those things together like dark sentence you've got the prog aspect but it's also got this like real simple kind of fist in the air everybody chanting with you i mean that's why the parts are like that we envision that we want the fans and us to connect when we play that song after that prologue but i just can't say enough about how the shit went over and i i don't know i got the feeling i was like man this this feels different this feels better this feels more exciting than any record i've ever been a part of with coheed and it's just you know, can't say enough about the fans. That song had been out for a couple days, basically, and uh, there's kids singing every word to it in all over all over the country, and it was just so awesome. Um, and that's a real testament to the fans and the energy and the passion that they give to us, and uh, really a testament to how lucky we are. We're so lucky to have these fans. Um, this is the longest answer to a question ever. You asked, how are <laughs> no, 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 no. going over? I could have been like, oh, they're going over great. <laughs> I've been talking for like eight minutes. But it's just, it's unbelievable, dude. It is really unbelievable how well they've been going over. Because um, sometimes playing new songs is tough. It's like no one knows it. They all just kind of yeah. stare at you. But I don't know, man. Coheed fans, they don't, they don't go for that. Like, they want to hear the new shit. So I look forward to playing even more new stuff. We've been running a bunch of new stuff that we haven't played yet. I'd imagine we're doing... It's not a secret show, but it's like a show in conjunction with Comic-Con in New York City. In a couple days, we're going to bust out a couple other new ones that we've never played before, and I can't wait to play them. Uh, and hopefully people react to those like they did Dark Sins or in Unheavenly Creatures. That's sure, that'd be great. I'm, I'm absolutely sure they will. And especially... Um, I fucking I hope I, so, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I 
I can hear it. I can imagine being there. It's like uh, I'm all the way down here in Australia, but uh, I I would do anything to uh, get my ass over there for those shows. And, and of course, it seems to return to the Emery Wars storyline. Where does it take place in that timeline? Because it's sort of it's a little well, bit that, that, Yeah, I mean, you know, that's something I can't really by design. I'm not allowed to get into it. But honestly, if I'm being honest with you, Nick, I don't really know either. Honestly, because the shit gets a little confusing, but. As I'm told, all will be made clear. But I always say, you're not going to make all clear. You're going to clear up like 60% of it and then leave still 40% mystery because I know you, Claudio Sanchez, and that's what you do. But uh, I think, you know, to me, the Amory Wars is such a wide, such an enormous window. It's this enormous umbrella that I've always taken it as this is a story that takes place within the universe. But how mm-hmm. it how it connects exactly how I know Claudio's got something that he's excited about playing, but I actually don't know what it is. I'm sure I could find out if I want to, but I kind of don't want to spoil the surprise for myself. That's awesome. I, I See, I like that, and I like how complex it is because, you know, it gives us fans, you know, it's like a, a mystery to unravel with each album, you know Of course, I mean? it's become this, like, such an important, like, integral part of the band, you know, the storyline and... I think we've always prided ourselves on imagining ourselves as a band that you don't need to know the story. But this record in particular, it's a brand new tale. You could be a new fan and come in and say, you know what, I'm going to give this story a try. And you could know this story in and out, in and, out and have no idea about the other stuff. <laughs> because it's like, it's a separate story, but I know it's not really. I, there's going to be something, but... Like I said, I, I'm not privy to that, uh, but it's by design on my own end. I really don't want to ruin the surprise. I've heard rumblings of things and whatnot, but I actually know the story of Vaxis, the story for the Unheavenly Creatures, more intimately than I've known any Cohen story uh, at this juncture. Um, it was actually a real big part of the, the making and, and writing and recording the album. Uh, Claudio sent us like a synopsis like where he hit the major plot points. Okay, in this song, this is what's happening. And I used it specifically to help dictate. I said, man, if we're going to take this next step into, like, our conceptual side, mm. and the album's going to open with this, this like, prologue, and you're going to actually have, like, you know, it's very Iron Maiden, you're going to have, like, a narrator telling the story. I'm going to use what's happening in the story to help dictate what I play. And every song that's happened on, every single song, there's something in the story that helps me creatively, which is pretty cool. When you're 38 years old and you've made a bunch of records, you have this, like, long history of making music together. I don't want to say you run out of ideas, but you've done a lot, you know? Like, sometimes you're really searching for something. I found this, like, new way. A song, like, I don't know how well you know the record or whatever. I don't just assume you know it in and out, but, like, this song, Queen of the Dark, I know they're they're deep in this prison system, the dark sentencer. And I was like, well, when I think of these prisoners, I think of them just like they're beating on these drums and it's dark. It's like a Viking ship with the slaves in the bottom of the boat like beating the drums to keep the... And that actually, it ended up with me, uh, Claudio and Travis in the live room of the studio, all beating on drums. But we like, we're like became actors. We're pretending we're in the dark center and we're, we're prisoners. Because, you know, when you hit those toms, you got to hit them like prisoners, whatever the fuck that means. Um, <laughs> and it's just, you know, there, I, every song, there's some little part. Maybe it's just a bridge or maybe it's just this. But every song has an element to it where it helps me as the drummer create my part by really knowing the story intimately. And that was different for us. That's new. That's definitely something that I'm so excited to explore in the future because... As big an element 
as the story has been for this band, as big a piece of the inner workings and like the DNA of this band as the story has been, I've never actually done that. You know, I've known things about the story, but it never, you know, Claudio's working so hard on it and things are changing so fast. Sometimes he tells me one part of the story where I'm like, oh, that's awesome. It doesn't even make it into the story. It wasn't even part of it. So, you know, he's always busy working on it. This time, he had a full layout. It was really well-crafted and thought out that he was able to share it with us. And then we used it. We mined it for creativity, which I just I thought was really cool. I can't wait to do more of that in the future. On the flip side of that, though, when he brought the story in, did what you guys were writing have an effect on the story? Did, did that change things and the direction of the story? Hmm. Did he... No, I don't think so. I don't think like I've ever played a drum part where he was like, oh, you know what? That reminds me of this. Or maybe, dude, honestly, you'd have to ask him, maybe early on. Maybe hmm. on some of those earlier records, like the band in Travis's dad's basement or wherever the hell we were rehearsing at my brother's house, and we had <laughs> some kind of part going, and that, oh, you know what, dude, it probably did. That probably sparked Claudia. This whole story thing came, like, you know, Claude wanted to create a universe. Like, he had these yeah. songs that were about, like, they are kind of all over the place. And this is a way to tie it together. You'd have to ask him, though, but I wasn't surprised if some kind of riff were rocking on, you know, Fired up his brain. I mean, he's a creative dude. Like maybe the thing we're jamming on got him thinking. God, to me that sounds like the like the rudders on a ship. Now we're in the water on this planet. You know, who knows? But you'd have to ask him specifically. But I guess it's not. It's certainly within reason. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, yeah, it's just something I I thought about. You know, the way uh, you guys bounce off each other and uh, how how it all weaves in together. But uh, when are we going to see you guys in Australia? I mean been a long time bro it has been a long time dude it's been too long i mean i'll tell you what it isn't it ain't me saying i don't know guys i don't want to go to australia <laughs> i'm always down to go to australia so i would assume i mean anytime you have a new record out this is a pretty good bet that we're going to make our way to australia in 2019 but i you know it, something's up i'm doing four australian interviews right now so I would assume they've got plans for us to get, you know, we're on Roadrunner now. I don't know how that pertains to Australia, but I know that Roadrunner is big on the rest of the world, not just here mm. in the States. And that's one of the that's reasons right. that we partnered with them. Um, so I hope soon, man, I want to come to Australia. I love it there. Everybody in the band from the that, oh, I love it there. But And what's not to love? I just, but something feels like really powerfully connected to me in Australia. Um you know, one day when I don't have, like, a family and a wife and stuff, I'll probably move there. Uh, but, you know, I'm hoping in 2019. we got to be coming in 2019. I wish I had a specific date for you. You figured they would give that to me, though, right? <laughs> I'm doing all these Australian interviews. You figured they'd say, hey, by the way, we're going to be there this month. We don't know the date, but you can tell them this month. But, no, nothing. So, But I'm hopeful, fingers crossed, that we'll be there in 2019. I mean, that would make sense, right? Absolutely. And I mean, uh, you know, it always happens to me is uh, I'll do the interview and then like a week later it'll pop up the, uh, the dates. <laughs> always be relaxed. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that is, dude, at least if that happens me and you separately, we'll get a nice chuckle. I'll be like, oh, of course that's what we do. That's it. That's it. But, uh, so let me ask you, where in Australia do you live? I'm the Gold Coast, man. You been there? I mean, I think not a lot of times. I mean, I think, uh, like once. I mean, I've been to Australia, I think, not a ton of times, but like four or five times, because I came once without Coheed with a different band that I was in, and we did like some some like traveling festival that went all over the place, and that was like one of the neatest experiences there. 
uh, that I ever had. It's always too short with Coheed. It's like we're there, we're in and out. You know, we get like mm. one day off. But I'm always like, hey, we have to come anyway. We're spending the money on flights. Why don't you give us the option of spending three or four days there and just hanging out? And we'll, we'll fly instead of flying home on the 18th, we'll fly home on the 23rd. We'll actually get to spend some time in this wonderful place that we just traveled a whole day to get to. But usually it's like, you know, oh, well, Australia, and then, you know, three days later, you got to be in Japan, and then four days later, you got to be over here, and it's like, oh, Jesus. But hopefully one day they'll give us some time to hang out there and actually really get to soak it in. But every time I'm there, I enjoy it so much, and, you know, clearly I really look forward to coming back. Oh, dude, if you get a chance, I mean, we're about an hour south of Brisbane, you know, beaches and uh, mountains, and it's it's actually not a bad yeah, area. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've seen pictures. I've heard of it. I've, I've had friends that have gone. I feel like I've I had I just haven't spent any like meaningful time there, you know. But mm. um, you know, I've been to Brisbane enough times, but like anywhere in Australia, even Sydney, you know, I haven't spent enough meaningful time there. I'd love to just have like. Give me four. I'm not even asking for a month. I'm saying give me four days. We can't work out four days where I get to just kind of hang out in Australia and just be there and soak it up. But hopefully, maybe they'll read this and then they'll be like, you know what? We got to do this for old Josh. <laughs> he's a team player and he's a real trooper. We got to do this for him. But uh, we got to be coming back soon. And I hope that uh, I hope when we do, it's not just like you know, oh, we just play Sydney and then we're out. I hope we play. You know, I, hit, I hope we hit both coasts and we're able to really. Uh, you know, put it down for our fans there. Because the shows we have there are great. Dude, that's what's crazy. Like, dude, a lot of places we go, like, Coheed is not like it is in America. Like, a lot of places in Europe, it just never really caught on. In Australia, we get a lot of love. And the shows are, the energy is out of control. I remember one time we played, like, you know, it wasn't like a particularly huge place. There's probably like 1,500 people there. So it's a great crowd. But it would rival the most energetic crowds here in the states for sure it was it was fucking crazy and you know when when the crowd gives us that energy you can't help it's an exchange that's what's great about being in a band like you can't help but give it back to them and we just had like the best one of the best a show that i remember you know we play so many shows they kind of melt together into one but i'll, I'll never forget this show i think it's in brisbane actually um and i think this this place filmed it and it's like kind of on youtube and like kind of wasn't like super professional, but it was just like a little bit better than fan film. But yeah, we had like the greatest shows there. So yeah, we got it coming back. 2019, baby. 2019, we're coming. We'll lock it in. It's going to be unreal. Lock it in. And, uh, my wife's not going to be pregnant this time, so she should be able to enjoy oh, God, it. And come on. Pregnant, huh? <laughs> she was last time you were here, so she couldn't go. So without oh, son. Well, no, it doesn't suck. But, but, you know. <laughs> I know, man. I know. But hey, she was ready to go. She was ready to go, and she was like, "I just, I just can't go." And what, what happened? Well, this, certainly uh... understandable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully next time she won't have a human growing inside of her, and she'll be able to come. And uh, I'll tell you what, dude, when we do come, you gotta look for me, man, because the Australian shows are like, you know, they're low key enough. I'm just kind of walking around, hanging out. But you gotta come introduce yourself. Say, "Hey, man, I did that interview. Remember me?" My wife was pregnant last time. We kicked it. Like, hey, what's up? Because I always like meeting the people that I do the interviews with. Because then we end sure. up doing other interviews. Like, you know, in two years, and there's another record, we do an interview. And then it's like talking to a friend. So it makes it a lot more uh, enjoyable for me. So definitely come and introduce yourself uh, if we do happen to find ourselves at a show together. Absolutely. That, that would be yeah, unreal. Man. Unreal. And, uh, well, dude, thanks again for taking the time to uh, hang out with us. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, mate. 
Yeah, dude, my pleasure. I hope I gave you everything you need. I know sometimes I just be talking and going off on rants and whatnot, but, you know, they set up these interviews like four in a row, but all these interviews have been so – I wish every interview were, were like these or all the interviews that I do. These have been just a pleasure. So this has been really fun for me and actually quite cathartic as, as we're on the eve of this record coming out. Hearing the kind words that you said, it, it makes a big difference to me, and it's 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 more than just flattering. It, it really it, it makes a powerful impact. So thank you, man. Thank you so much, and uh, I sure hope that you and your lady continue to enjoy the art. And uh, yeah, man, it means the world to me that you said that. Thank you so much. Take care, man. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 